Welcome to the first episode of Days with Our podcast with me, Lana Feringe. On today's episode, I will be chatting with an amazing guest from New Zealand. She will be sharing her experience as an active mother and how she managed her time with kids and training. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to this power woman, Kylie Brown. She has completed 11 70.3 Ironman distance races. She's an ultramarathon runner for 100km distance races. She's also a marathon swimmer and an Iron Mom. And to top it off, she just recently started her online fitness business. Hello, Kylie, and welcome. You are my first guest on Days With Our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And how are you doing? Good, thanks, Anna. Very, very good. Uh, great day today. And it's been a great um, winter of training so far here in New Zealand. So how did you become an Iron Mom? Well, I was, after I gave birth to three children, I was quite amazed at what a female body was capable of. Um, and I just wanted to see how far I could go, really. So it started with a small triathlon and um, I didn't think it was possible. And it was. So I went to the next distance. And again, it was just a huge achievement. Um, and then, of course, it just grew and grew and grew from there. I just wanted to see what, what I could do. So every time I entered these races, I honestly did not know whether I would finish or not. And that was part of the charm for me. You have three kids, but I can see how energetic you come across on your Instagram page. How do you keep up with being a mom and still being able to train for those long distance races? Yeah, so um, I prioritize sleep. Um, I make sure that I'm going to bed early so that I can get up early. Um, I have to be really organized. So sometimes making um, all my training food ready the night before so I can just run out of the house um, as soon as I get a second without the kids and um, make sure that when I'm yeah, not with kids in tow that I'm able to just get going and train. Yeah. <laughs> How many of these 100-kilometer races have you completed since you became a mother? Um, so I've done one 100k run, but I've, most of my races are between um, five and 13 hours long. So that's kind of the area that I'm working within. So um, anything over 42k's is an ultra marathon, and um, I've done a whole bunch of those. The triathlons that I do, they take between five and well, five and eight hours. And Ironman, that's um, yeah, <laughs> um, yes, and. Um... And this involves a lot of training, but mainly running, right? Or do you include other physical activity to your training, like strength uh, training? Yeah, so um, I'm a triathlete, so I've obviously got my swimming and cycling. That works really, really well hand in hand with the running. So that um, swimming is a really good recovery tool for running. Um, and I'm also doing strength training and I also do roller sessions and Pilates for posture and flexibility. How do you manage your time with your training and with three kids? Do you have someone to look after them? Uh, do you have a nanny that looks after them, for example? <laughs> when I started uh, this, my youngest child was one. So um, we, my husband and I both do all of this training. So we actually take turns. So Danny goes out on Saturday and does his big training set. And I do mine on Sunday. And then during the week, we manage it so that it's turns. And that works really well because there's no resentment. Um, it seems fair. And also, we totally believe in what each other's doing. So it, um, it works really well for us. Yes, that's amazing. I suppose you were both in the same boat. You both do the same 
type of training so you can understand each other and that's I suppose great. When you found out you were pregnant were you worried about how much running you could do and if any at all? This is something that worries me as an active woman and wanting to become a mother. When I got pregnant I was actually a competitive hockey player, field hockey um, and I played top level club hockey. Um, I had to give that away because it was dangerous when I was pregnant. Um, so I actually stopped a lot of my exercise altogether. I put on about 20 kilos with each child and then wow. took it off. <laughs> but I did do some running during my third pregnancy and my body, it didn't agree with me. It, I was, I had some spotting when I was running and I decided for me, it wasn't worth any risk. So I took the safe option. Now, if I had gone back and done that again, I wasn't able to swim back then. I didn't know how to ride a bike. Um, and I certainly didn't know all the other types of exercise that I could do at home, which you can do now. So I definitely, if I got pregnant now, I would do things very differently. But I definitely wouldn't be afraid of exercise. I would just choose a low impact exercise. And um, I would definitely make sure that I kept strong, especially in all those supporting muscles, because they get a really hard time. Was there anything else that made you feel a little unsure as an active woman uh, during your pregnancy? Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, I had some abdominal separation and I had some pelvic pain when I was pregnant. Um, and I do think that um, women are told to be really careful and there's a lot of um, hormones that get released into the body after, pre after pregnancy that um, you have to be quite careful. But at the same time, it's not a reason to be afraid because... Um, we are actually strong and we can be really, really amazing endurance athletes, even better than before we have um, pregnancy. So um, I've never let that stop me. Uh, I've never been afraid of doing damage to my body because I feel like the, the mental health side of it and the physical health side of it, it overrides all of that. And I've managed to find a way through and navigate by listening to my body. Um, that has kept me uninjured for a long period of time. <laughs> yes, so mental health is a plays a big role in this process of becoming a mother and being a mom and um, having that healthy mental strength is so important. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. So when my children, um, I had them very, very close together. I had three children um, under three years old. And um, anyone who's done that knows that it's like having three radios turned on all at once and you're trying to sing a song. It's just <laughs> really, really, really difficult. So um, I actually found a gym that had a crash and that's what got me fit because I would go there for some sanity and it, I would stay for a few hours and next minute I was very, very fit. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's definitely so important to find that space where you can just have some time for yourself. Is any of your children an Ironman kid yet? The Ironman kids, fun, fun races, um, nothing dramatic at the moment, although they have just done a whole winter of cross-country running. Um, all of my three children have been last in all of their races, um, and it's a really cool journey to actually support them through that and tell them that, you know, they're the youngest in their age groups and they are new to the sport and that is okay. We're so proud of them. So yeah, we are encouraging them all, all through this. Um, and using ourselves as examples is, is, is really helpful too. Oh, that's so nice. That's brilliant. So what do you prefer 
amongst the three sports, running, swimming, or cycling? Question. I find that cycling comes easiest to me, so maybe I leave it a little bit too late and don't, don't do as much work on it as I should. Um, swimming is, is really dear to my heart. I really enjoy it. But um, running is the one that I've seen the most, most growth in the last few years. So um, I've never considered myself a runner until maybe the last couple of years. And it's just, um, it's been amazing watching my journey going from, um, yeah, never thinking I'd ever in a million years finish a half marathon to crossing, you know, like a 100k finish line um, in, in no time at all. And yeah, it's, um, I would definitely say that running has now become my biggest strength here. So do you run the entire 100 kilometers in those type of races or do you walk and run? Very strategic. Um, so you want to start at a pace that you can continue the whole time. Um, which means that you're power walking most of the hills. With a 100k race, it's usually off-road. So that means that it's a lot more hilly than any other road run that you would ever do, which means that you really need to take those hills into consideration because you're climbing some really, really big hills, uh, really steep hills, and it's advisable to... It's marching uphill, so you're really, really marching. Um, I'll often have people in front of me who are running the hills and I'll still catch them by marching and then running so it's a lot of strategy game um no you're not running the entire thing, but it's definitely like you don't take the pedal off the metal you go <laughs> go 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 until it's done yeah was there anyone supporting you in the race yeah I was very lucky I have a very supportive husband who um did the race side by side with me oh, um great. it was incredible normally you would have um a pacer to come and pick you up for the last 25 kilometers but we were satisfied that we could support each other through it uh have a few laughs and um yeah we really we really that was a that was a good experience together we don't normally um race side by side we might do the same race but finish at different times but running when you get those long distances women are often stronger or um just as fast as men so it's it works really well do you take any uh, food with you in these type of races, the 100 kilometer distance race, as uh, fuel during the race? Yeah, so since we're doing so many races, uh, it's really important that our nutrition is actually quite healthy. Um, it's not like loaded with sugars that uh, the stomach can't tolerate. Um, so nutrition-wise, um, hydration's the key for me. I have quite a salty electrolyte, which um, salt is absorbed into the body um, much easier than sugar um, and so it does help with hydration as long as I'm hydrated then the foods that I eat can be quite normal so I have peanut butter and jam sandwiches I might have some um, energy balls made with dates and things that are quite healthy and easy on the gut but for me hydration is everything so um, that's something I've learned the hard way um, come through half marathon races um, dehydrated with blood in my urine or um, feeling headachey afterwards and knowing that actually I'm not getting hydrated even though I might be drinking something it might be the wrong concentrate for me. Do you follow a specific hydration strategy plan for each race? I definitely don't go to feel too much I make sure that per hour I'm taking a certain amount on um, yeah because sometimes your body can trick you and you're not 
not actually doing what you know it needs. Um, so there are aid stations along the way. So I will plan those in and make sure that I've got enough to get me through each section. Maybe towards the end of a, um, a race, I might have something with caffeine in it and that would give me an extra energy kick. But you don't want to start that too early in the race. If you start that too early on in the race, your body needs it the whole way through and sometimes your stomach isn't uh, ready to take on that. So um, you do have to practice your nutrition during training runs. Uh, so that your body knows what it's getting in for and how to digest um, <laughs> while, yeah. Do you suggest any type of physical activity for someone that is going through a pregnancy? Uh, would you suggest uh, racing during pregnancy? I mean, I definitely would lower the intensity of um, any training and I probably wouldn't be racing unless I had been doing that already a lot. Um I, I mean, swimming would be absolutely fantastic. Um, stationary cycling would be great, especially in those early um, trimesters. Um, I did some um, Swiss ball pregnancy classes. They were fantastic. Yoga, Pilates. Um, it is hard to get that top end fitness, that VO2 max training in. Um, but I, I don't think it's essential. I think as long as you keep moving and keep strong, then your body will recover faster and you'll be able to get back into that no trouble and really fast. So, I mean, it, it doesn't take that long to get fit again. So it's nothing to be afraid of. For what I've been um, listening um, from experts uh, and obviously experienced uh, mothers, they say that it's safe to do any type of exercise or specifically running six weeks after giving birth. Do you agree with that or do you think everyone is uh, different? Um, I think your priorities change and so um, it's definitely good to have a feel, like feel what it feels like afterwards. I mean, I do remember my first run. <laughs> I, just, I felt like I, I honestly felt like I was a sack of potatoes. I, I just, there was anything. Um, you do have to listen to your body because it, it, the hormones are released and there is that risk of injury. But um, if you have the right guidance and you and you are listening to your body, there's no reason that um, yeah you can't get into it earlier than and and just feel your way through that process. But I do think because your priorities change, um, you might not feel like that's so important anymore. Yeah. So then when you do run, it's giving you maybe some freedom or some time off or it, you might be doing it for a different reason. But I, yeah, I mean, it was definitely, it didn't feel like a rush to get back into it. It felt like um, a treat. So tell us more about your uh, experience as a hockey player uh, before you um, had kids. Yeah, so I was um, a hockey player and I was training um, multiple times. Oh, I was in multiple teams. I had Uh, trainings per week so I actually um, endurance sport was something that came to me after having children I think that endurance having children teaches you endurance um, it's some days you want to quit some days it feels like a grind and you really learn that you can keep going even when it's tough and I think that that taught me something so valuable um, that Yeah, I couldn't have come to any other way. So the whole way that I've approached sport now is completely different. Um, 
yeah, I was very competitive and I and I do still enjoy that side. That's why I like to race. But the endurance side, yeah, I think it's given me a new strength and empowerment um, after having children and giving birth. So you just recently launched your online fitness business with a friend of yours. Can you tell us uh, what this business is all about? I mean, uh, what it's called and what you're looking to offer in the future? Um, so... Maria and I have launched a business called Sweaty Besties Fitness. Uh, so we are besties. Uh, we both love fitness. Um, we often do workouts together. And um, during the lockdown, all her um, community boot camp classes had to go online. So um, we decided that it would be a good idea to do that together and more permanently so we could put a full weekly program together. So we do live classes weekly. Um, we've got eight classes over the course of a week and um, if you missed the live class they're still available for later but the idea is that it will motivate people to turn up and to come and work out with us and be our besties and we really wanted to help people like walk them through the fitness process rather than just give them the exercises and ask them to do it on their own we wanted to help them along so um, yeah we have we've been going for two weeks so we're very new Uh, but we had a big party today and uh, we had over 100 people come and work out with us. Uh, so it's very, very exciting and it's um, a new chapter in my um, training. Um, I'm using the workouts to um, really add something to my training as well. So uh, it works really well if I'm doing my endurance sets. I might want to do a strength set and maybe a roller session. Um, I mix it up so that it actually adds to what I was already doing. So yeah, it works really well. I suppose it's a great way to help each other. I mean, you are helping them and they are helping you, I suppose. Well, is there a specific advice that you would like to share with women living in New Zealand that might be able to resonate with you and reach you easier somehow? Um, I think for me, I mean, women's health is so important to me. The biggest thing that I've learned in the last, um, sort of 12 months has been to understand my body and understand my menstrual cycle and understand how that affects um, how I can perform and what to expect from myself, um, how to fuel and also, um, yeah, how to plan my training. Um, so in terms of, um, yeah, understanding how our hormones actually play a big role, I think it's just, I just really want to help women to understand that so that they can get the best out of themselves. And um, also when you've got social media around, it's really easy to compare your performances to everybody else. But if we're on a different um, hormone cycle, it's it becomes quite difficult because we really need to understand what's happening for us. So um, yeah, Instagram has been my biggest connector in New Zealand. Um, I've been able to meet a lot of people that are doing stuff similar to what I'm doing or wanting to start to get into um, triathlon or endurance sports. So definitely look me up at um, Swim, Bike, Run, Mum. Mum with the M-U-M. We're in the Southern Hemisphere here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, feel free to ask me if you've got any questions because I love, I love sharing any information that I've learned along the way because usually I've learned it the hard way and I'm happy for you to learn it off me the easy way. <laughs> Yes, that is amazing. I will be adding all that information in the episode's description so people can reach you faster. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kylie, and I will be uh, speaking to you very soon. Thanks, Anna.
Thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast so you can be the first one to know about any new episode. And if you enjoyed listening, please leave a five-star review and share with anyone that could benefit from listening to this particular podcast so we can together help and look after each other to live a happier and active life.